निगुणोपेशक ब्रह्म नाम रूपगत ही गुण ही सगुण उपासनार्थम तत्र तत्र उपदिश्यते निर्गुण अभी ब्रह्म ब्रह्मनीज निर्गुण सो ब्रह्मनीज लिमिटलेस एक्साउ ब्रह्मन मीन्स लिमिटलेस एंड लिमिटलेस वॉज नेसेसरिली बी फ्री फ्रॉम एनी काइंड ऑफ बाउंड्रीज एंड एवरी एट्रीब्यूट ऑल्सो ऑटोमेटिक बिकम्स अ बाउंड्री बिकॉज एन एट्रीब्यूट एक्सक्लूड अदर एट्रीब्यूट एंड ब्रह्म लिमिटलेस मस्ट नेसेसरी ऑल इंक्लूसिव यू कैनॉट एक्सक्लूड एनीथिंग दैट बी केस इट कैनॉट बी कन्फाइंड टू एन एट्रीब्यूट और इवन सीरीज ऑफ एट्रीब्यूट एंड इट मस्ट बी दैट विच इज इन एवरी एट्रीब्यूट विच एट द सेम टाइम ट्रांसेंड एवरी एट्रीब्यूट सो द ट्रांसेंडेंट आइडेंटिटी मस्ट नेसेसरली बी ऑल परवेजिव ऑल परवेजिव मस्ट बी ट्रांसेंडेंट ब्रह्मन इज इमेनेंट एज वेल एज ट्रांसेंडेंट इट्स वन विदाउट अ सेकेंड आई मीन दिस इज सो देन वॉट इज सगुण ब्रह्मन सो निर्गुण अपीसद ब्रह्म नाम रूप गत ही गुण ही ऑल गुणाधर एट्रीब्यूट बिलोंग टू नाम रूप सगुणम उपासनार्थम सुपर इम्पोजिंग द एट्रीब्यूट दैट बिलोंग टू नेम इन फॉर्म दे आर सुपर इम्पोज मीनिंग दे आर थॉट टू बी एज दो बिलोंगिंग टू ब्रह्म तत्र तत्र उपदेश सो ब्रह्मन बींग बियॉन्ड द स्कोप ऑफ द माइंड so in the beginning the mind wants to visualize things that's the natural the tendency of the mind that is how it is accustomed to know things the way we are accustomed to know things is we when we visualize it dekho sakshatkar so when we see it as a picture in our mind then we know that we see that is how we want to know god to begin with and never we are told you have to meditate upon god so that you can realize god you can visualize you can see in your mind's eye <coughs> in as much as nirguna brahman as it is which is my very self cannot be objectified is not available for being visualized in that way therefore in the first step we are told to meditate upon brahman or self as possessed of various attributes like name form etc like krishna like rama a form Like Murli Manohar, Giridhar, etc. Or you know, Kodanda, Thari, etc. So, name. So all these attributes, attributes being the the glory, the greatness, the prowess. You know, all of these belong to the name and form, Upadhi, to the Vesha. So Brahman that transcends all the Vesha is, however, presented before us as possessed of Vesha. A costume. There can be any number of costumes. Several number of costumes are available depending upon the emotional disposition of the person as to how we want to relate to Brahman. Of course, so in the beginning, the way wants to relate to ocean. Then it realizes that I am the ocean or I am the water. But then, so this is a step that we are told. First step is the wave serves the ocean. second is wave realizes the ocean third is wave knows the ocean that's how through karma is all the process of ultimately just reducing the distance <coughs> the duality and so karma upasana and jnanam this kind of a sequence is being told <coughs> so nirguna vesat brahma 
नाम रूपगते गुण ही सगुणम उपासनार्थम तत्र तत्र उपदिश्यते तत्र तत्र इन वेरियस प्लेसेस इन उपनिषद्स उपदिश्यते इज टॉट एंड सो ब्रह्मन अलोन इज टॉट दिस नथिंग एल्स टू डीज एनीवे सो वॉट एवर इज टॉट इन उपनिषद्स इज ब्रह्मन एंड ब्रह्मन मीन्स लिमिटलेस सो लिमिटलेस अलोन इज टॉट टू अस एंड वी आर टोल्ड नो लिमिटलेस so knowledge is in the form of first what we call sakshat realization and secondly in the form of seeing it as my own self <coughs> all of this is bhakti so karma yoga also is bhakti this is also bhakti jnanam is a culmination of bhakti your total devotion or commitment indava parameshwareva akshin abhyantarah पुरुषय उपदिश्यते इन दिस वाक्य सो ईशोक्षि पुरुष दृश्यते इन दट वाक्य इट इज पुरुष इज परमेश्वर कस्मात उपत्ते बिकॉज दैट अलोन इज रीजनेबल थैनेबल इन कीपिंग विद रीजन उपद्यन ही परमेश्वर गुण जाता में उपदिश्यमानम ऑल दी एट्रीब्यूट बींग टोल्ड हियर एकदमृतम अभयम Etat Brahma and Sanyadvama and all of these, the host of attributes are being told. They can only primarily apply to Parameshwara. The limitless alone is fit to 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 even have these attributes <coughs> in a primary sense. And then Esh Atma is the whole idea. Atma Tumtaavada Mukhya Vrtya. In Mukhya Vrti, in a primary sense, the attributes can only be applicable to Param Brahma as well as Esha Atma Etihovacha. Atmatma also applies to Paramatma, Param Brahma. Satma Tatmasi Idishudehe. Say that Parameshwara Atma itself and that you are. So the Shruti, that is Shruti, very clearly says that Parameshwara is Atma. Amrutatva अभयत्व तस्मिन् असकृद श्रुत श्रूयते अगेन एंड अगेन वी फाइंड श्रुति सेइंग दैट ब्रह्मन इज अमृतम इमोटल अभयम फियरलेस डिवाइड ऑफ फियर डिवाइड ऑफ मोर्टालिटी डिवाइड ऑफ एनी लिमिटेशन तर्वरितमृतम अभयम एकद्रह्म ऑल ऑल्सो दिस कैन प्राइमरली अप्लाइड मुख्यावृत आई मीन In a figurative sense, you can apply words to other entities also. The devata also can be said to be immortal in a certain sense. Compared to our lifespan, the lifespan may be very long. You can call it immortal and fearless. So, in a, in some sense, you can fit those words elsewhere. But the primary sense, you can fit these words only in case of Parameshwara. <coughs> तथा परमेश्वर अक्षस्थानम इवन दिस प्लेस नेमली आईज वेर वी आर टोल्ड टू मेडिटेट अपॉन परमेश्वर दैट स्थानम इवन दैट प्लेस ऑफ मेडिटेशन ऑल्सो इज ओनली अनुरूपम ओनली इन कीपिंग विद द नेचर ऑफ ब्रह्मन वॉज अ नेचर सर्वदोष अलिप्त परमेश्वर सो वॉट्स अ नेचर परमेश्वर सर्वदोष अलिप्त अनटेन्टेड बाय untouched by or untainted by all the doshas or blemishes or limitations 
अब ये आत्मा अपहात्मा आत्मा विजय है विमृत्यु एक्सेट्रा एंड दस विल बी टोल लेट इन एट चैप्टर दैट आत्मा इज रिवर्ड ऑल द सिंस एंड रिवर्ड ऑल द सो डिक्रेपिट ओल्ड एज डेथ एक्सेट्रा सो अपहत पापत्वा दिस दिश्रवणात तथा अक्षिस्थानम सलवरे परहितम उपदिष्टम एंड हियर आल्सो वी आर टोल जस्ट टू just to show how akshasthanam i is the place of meditation is appropriate for a meditation of param brahm so that aspect of eyes is being told so what are we told about eyes that's it and so tad yadyapi asmin sarvirva udakam va sinchate kshipade vartmaneva gachade that aspect of eyes are being told that that is it that see how they are unaffected by untainted by any kind anything just as water or ghee or similarly also parmatma is unaffected or untainted by anything any limitation <coughs> therefore in that sense eyes are a place very appropriate for the meditation upon param brahma and sanyadvamatvadi gunopadeshascha tasmin avakalpade etam sanyadvama iti achakshade ेतु or the cause for the uday the arising of all the karma so see karma phala data you can tell him esha vamani ti eshai sarvani vamani nayati he alone nayati he uh, carries brings so he brings all the karma phalani again vamani means karma phalani so is karma adhyaksha is karma phala data whatever सर्वार्थ प्रकाश कलुमिनेटर ऑफ ऑल द थिंग्स सो दिस्टोर ऑफ द कर्म फलास इज दर्माध्यक्ष ऑल ऑफ दीज एट्रीब्यूट इफ यू टू कॉल देम ऑल्सो कैन प्राइमरी अप्लाई टू परमेश्वर नॉट टू जीव नॉट टू ए देवता लेट अलोन दायात्मा दे डोट अप्लाई दैम स्थानादि उपदेशाचारेटेडेशमेजिंग But it's always imagined. So, yeah, prasivyam, tishtanityadi, one who obtains in the earth, and then there also in that whole series of things, chakshurape in nirdeshtam, yeah, chakshushi tishtan, one who obtains in the eyes also. So, sthanadi, by the way, adi na kevalam sthaneme vekam anuchitam brahmano nirdeshmanam dushyade. Certainly. To say that Brahman is located in a sthanam is anuchitam. 
is not right, is not proper. And so we accept it. But then this is the style that elsewhere also, not only sthanam, but name and form, all of these which also are, cannot be primarily applicable to Brahman, are mentioned nevertheless for facilitating the worship of Brahman or meditation upon Brahman. <coughs> so in Karmakanda, Brahman is described as various devatas. Just to facilitate worshipping Brahman by making offerings. In, in Aranyaka, Brahman is described as possessed of these various attributes and locations for meditation. And then in the Upanishad, Brahman is described as the very self. <coughs> so, Nam Rupamitevam Jatekamabe Anam Rupasya Brahman Anuchitam Nirdishyamanam. Name of Brahman cannot because, so it is Anama. Rupam also cannot be Arupam. So, Anam Rupam. Brahma is devoid of name, not confined to a name. Because no name is, is adequate, in fact, to describe Brahman. No rupa or form is adequate also to reveal or, you know, to present Brahman. No place is adequate really for accommodating Brahman. You understand? You understand that. But understand that that is the Shailita style of the Upanishads to facilitate the meditation. That you imagine Brahman as possessed of a name, confined to a name, confined to a form, confined to a place, because then alone you can meditate. And therefore, to facilitate meditation, Brahman is described as though it is located somewhere, possessed of a name, possessed of a form. <coughs> Sarvagatasyabhi Brahmana Upalabdhyartham Sthana Vishesha Navirudhyate And these locations also have a reason. These locations are mentioned. Different chakras are mentioned elsewhere. In Upanishad you find locations mainly heart, eyes, even stomach also. That's what we came across. So, so these are locations mentioned in Upanishads. Which have been known by, found by experience to be very effective for concentration and realizing Brahman of the nature that is described. So, I guess Brahman possessing different attributes for that different locations are described for meditation which must be the most if appropriate or effective. Shalagrama Vishnu just as it is prescribed how Lord Vishnu will meditate upon the Shalagrama. So also Sarvagadam all Paradis Brahman can be meditated upon as in the eyes, for example, or in similar locations. Now continuing the page, 178. Before that, says Ritna Brahma, Shruti, Linga, then Prakaranam, so now, Linga is there. What is Linga? Esha Akshini Purusho Drishyade. Then the Purusha is said to be seen in the eyes. Therefore, it looks like it is Chayatma. It must be a shadow. It must be a reflection. So, says this is more powerful than what follows. Upakrama is more powerful than, meaning Upasamhara. So, Upanishad begins by saying that the entity prescribed for meditation is located in the eyes. So that should govern everything else. On the other hand, here the Sutrakara says that 
what follows governs what precedes. What comes later governs the interpretation of what precedes. So for that reasons are given, Upapattehe and Sthanadi Vipadeshacha, two reasons are given. Now, Prakranam. So Prakranadabhi, Prakranam is the same context, same chapter or same context also, Brahma Grihaya. It's the same subject matter. Prakranam means the same subject matter. So point is, the, the Upadesha given earlier, Prano Brahma, Kam Brahma, Kam Brahma and whatever, so whether Eshokshini Purusho Drushyade, this belongs to the same Prakaranam, is continuity of the same Upadesha or is it a new Upadesha? So, so far the discussion was as though this is a new Upadesha. So, taking Krutva Chinta, it was said that, taking for granted that this is new, then also it only makes sense that Purusha is Parmeshwara. But the thing is that this is not a new topic. It is continuation of the topic under discussion. So the Agni is collectively started Upadesha as Prana Brahma, Kam Brahma, Kam Brahma. They said also, this is, this is Atma Vidya, Agni Vidya, Atma Vidya. So then, that means that this is knowledge about self is already given. And Bhashyagara says that this is continuation of that. That's called Prakranam, is the same chapter. Same subject, same topic, not a different topic. So, Prakranacha Brahma Grahyam. Therefore, it being the same topic, also it makes sense that Brahman is what is being taught here as Purusha. <coughs> so, next uh, sutra says, Sukha Vishishta Abhidana Evacha Sukha Vishishta Abhidana Devacha. So Sukha Vishishta Abhidana. Sukha Vishishtam. So it is possessed of Sukha. Vishishtam is qualified. Sukha Vishishtam qualified with Sukha. Happiness or bliss, if you want to call it so. Kam Brahma. Bliss is Brahman. Happiness is Brahman. So then only thing that is qualified by happiness is Brahman, nothing else. So, Brahman is the only thing that possesses bliss, meaning Satyam, Jnanam, Anandam, Brahma, or Vijnanam, Anandam, Brahma. So, Ananda is the nature of Brahman or of nothing else. And the entity which is under discussion is Kam Brahma. Brahman is Kam or happiness. So, therefore, that Brahma is Param Brahma only, not anything else. <coughs> so, Sukha Vishishta Abhidhanat Evacha. Ratna Prabha explains the sutra. Dhyanartham Bheda Kalpanaya. Dhyanartham Bheda Kalpanaya. See, Bheda Kalpana. This Kalpana or imagination of Bheda, this separatedness. What is the Bheda? The duality of the meditator and what is meditated upon. So, Dhyanartham, for the purpose of meditation. Because I can meditate upon something. That can be visualized in my mind. And therefore, in the meditation, there is this difference between the meditator and what is meditated upon. So, to facilitate the meditation, Bheda Kalpanaya, the Kalpana is done, that what you are meditating upon is as though different from you. Because that's what he thinks. 
So everybody thinks that God is different from me. So Kalpana is already there. It is not the Upanishad does the Kalpana. Kalpana is so meaning that Adhyaropa is already there. Upanishad all along does Apavada. At all the levels. In Karma Kanda also is Apavada. Aranyaka also is Apavada. Upanishad also is Apavada. So Apavada alone is carried out in these stages. That's all. In the beginning in Karma Yoga also, I am the, I worship Ishvara through action. So I worship Ishvara through my action. There also apavada. Meaning the negation is, is involved there. What negation? Negation of the Veda or the duality. That even though Veda remains, I am the devotee. So I am the one who worships Ishvara. Not just an ordinary ahankara, but a devotee ahankara. To that extent, the ahankara becomes milder. And there were lot of aspects of ahankara which separate the self from Brahman are given up, negated. Siddhim vindati manavaha. So Lord Krishna says that thus by offering one's karma, offering oneself through karma, Siddhi, when we get very close to Ishvara. Svantagana Siddhi means closeness with Ishvara. So it is like tuning up with the, tra- the transistor. We start listening, ah, match is coming, huh? so you want to do, so much noise is there. And all this FM, and you keep turning around, some comment you hear, so that is Karma Yoga. And then you bring it to Dhyana Yoga, and then with fine tune, that's the Jnana Yoga word. That's, so everywhere it is all tuning up. Either you call it tuning up, or you call it the Apavada. Apavada means this negating reducing the distance. So that's what love is, uh, reducing the distance. Ultimately distance goes away totally. That's the whole prakriya, the process. So this is the process, so does it describe, and people make a lot of fuss about this karma and this and that. Look at the whole picture. Whole picture is to help you see this fact that you are limitless. And what is is limitless, this is a reality. To help you see that fact is the process being described. <clears throat> anyway, if you think that ultimate reality is not you and is separate from you, then you will see the process that way. So, therefore Madhvacharya would say that the reality called Brahman is different from you. So the process is interpreted that way including Upanishad Vakya also. So, Tattva must be taken only in a secondary sense. And Dvas Upanishad is a primary, so what is Mahavakya? What is primary Vakya and secondary Vakya? So, here Tattva Masi is taken as primary Vakya. Dvas Upanishad are to be interpreted suitably. So, Mamayavamsa Jeevaloke for Ramanujacharya that is primary Vakya, Amsha. For Vedantin Amsha, Iva Amsha. The sanatana eva sanatana, where eva kara is there, you know? Mamai vamsu jiva loke, jiva bhuta sanatana. So we say, am sanatana is primary thing, amsha eva amsha. He'll say, amsha is primary, sanatana, okay. But, you know, so, because that's how they see. They see that you are part of Brahman. When it says you are separate from Brahman, you are part of Brahman, you are Brahman. <coughs> so in separate from Brahman, you are a karma yogi. Part of Brahman, you are Dhyana Yoga, whatever. And then Brahman, so you know Brahman. <coughs> so that is how 
you take the whole scripture and see the tatparya tatparya nishchay is most important when that is done and it's not only tatparya upanishad tatparya whole scriptures the entire veda the tatparya veda is one only not only upanishads to teach the non duality that's how vedantin sees so in the teaching of karmakanda also he sees only that that for the purpose of non duality is karma is being taught upasana is being taught everything is being taught so bhavishyat bhutya so why do you say that you worship devadas keeping in mind what is going to come in future right now this person has this much maturity so he is only this is how he can relate to ishvara as a worshipper that's all and then he can relate to ishvara as a meditator and then he becomes prepared to relate because to give up one smallness is not easy i want to hold on to it to hold on to my limitedness my small i want to give it up I think that if I give up, I become insecure, and so I hold on to my smallness. And though this shastra knows that he's not going to give up just like that, your tattva masi, so he gives up everything. It's not going to happen. Never give up your smallness, your fear, your insecurity, your self-centeredness, your smallness. Give up in stages. So at least give me karma. Lord Krishna says, "Give me something." Sarva dharman parite des end. But before that, swakaramanatma abhyaccha. Give me your karma. Then patram pushpam phalam toyam etc. And so do whatever you do, you do for me. And thus, this all this surrender, offering nothing but offering the ego, which actually creates the distance, a false distance. <coughs> That's how you see the whole prakriya from. the law the gross duality to the non duality <clears throat> but here's the dhyanartham bheda kalpanaya for the dhyanam for the meditation bheda kalpana is done you imagine that ishvara is separate from me that kalpana i don't know because i already have that i am born with bheda kalpana so upanishad only so takes for granted Or begins from where I am, so bhed kalpanaya, sukha guna vishistasya. So they say now what Vedantin says that when Brahman is described as possessed of these attributes, so sanyadvama and whatever, then vamani bhavani, all these so I need all the attributes. They say see how that Brahman is. So Vedantin says that these attributes are imagined, superimposed upon Brahman. So then, Ramanujacharya says, Brahman possesses the attributes. Here, the Vedanta will say that these attributes are superimposed upon Brahman to facilitate meditation. So, Bheda Kalpana, Sukha Guna Vishistha se Brahmana. So, Guna Vishistha se Brahman. Therefore, the discussion begins with Brahman that is possessed of attributes. <coughs> Here, Sukha Guna. Sukha or happiness is an attribute. You cannot call it attribute. Really, it is the nature of Brahman. But here it is called attribute. So, come Brahma, Sukha Guna Vishistam. Because idea is that you are meditating upon Saguna Brahma. Therefore, Sukham becomes an attribute. Then later on it will become very nature. Right now, you meditate on Brahman as possessed of the attribute of happiness. <coughs> Sukha Guna Vishistam se Brahmana Prakrutasya. That is important. Prakrutasya. So Brahman, that is the subject matter under discussion, meaning that the Acharya, the Satyakama Jabala, 
is not giving the upadesha of something, is not beginning a new chapter. This is not a new topic. This is the continuation of the topic which was going on with the agnis, you know. <coughs> so sukha vishishta abhidanat evacha. Sukha vishishtasya brahmana prakrutasya. Abhidanat. Ye eshaiti sarvanamna abhidanat. And so, abhidanam is what? So this is the reference. Reference here is of Brahman. Reference by what? So, ya eshaha purushaha akshini dushyade. So, two pronouns are used. Yaha eshaha. Yaha shows something that is prasiddham. Something that is already known. Something that is under discussion. Esha is what is evident to you. So, Esha is what is evident. And Yaha is prasiddham. So, what we are talking about? So the Brahman that we are talking about is this one that is seen in the eyes. <coughs> so yash eshaheti sarvanamna abhidhanat. So by referring to Brahman that is possessed of the qualification or possessed of the attribute of happiness, that is the one that is referred to by the pronouns yah esha. <coughs> Therefore, tasma abhidhanat. So, evacha antaraha paramatma syadri sutrartha. Therefore, for this reason also, antaraha, so one that is mentioned as obtaining the eyes is paramatma, because same paramatma is referred to by what was earlier said as kambrahma, kambrahma. <coughs> so that's the sutrartha. So says Jnana, Hetvantara Param Sutram it is foraitum. Meaning this sutra gives another Hetu. So first is what? Upapatte. Second sutra there is Thanadi Vyapadeshacha. All fifth cases are Hetu. It also says Sukha Vishishta Abhidhanacha. So same thing continues Anuvrutti. Antaraha. Parameshwara Abhyantara Upadishyade. So Parameshwara Eva Upadishyade. It is Parmeshwara that is being taught here, Antarayat obtaining the eyes. And for that, Upapattehe, Sthanadi Vipadeshacha, and then Sukha Vishishta Abhidhanat. So that this is another Hetu, another reason why that Purusha is Parmeshwara. So, Hetvantar Param Sutra Medhi. This Sutra is, is, is for the purpose of giving another Hetu, another reason why. The Purusha is Parmeshwara. It is for that's what Vashakara explains this sutra. And there was Chakara, so Sukha Vishishta Vidana Deva Cha. What is that Cha? Cha means another Hetu. So Apichaiti. So Vashakara says, Apicha. So this Cha is the same as Cha in the sutra, by the way, you know. That's why Anagiri clarifies. This chakara here is the chakara of sutra. Naiva atra vivaditabhyam kim brahma asmin vakye abhidhiyate nava iti. And for this further reason also, naiva atra vivaditabhyam 
Here in this subject matter, as to who is the entity that is being taught, no, there is no vivada. There is no scope for vivada, for quarrel. There is no scope, no, one should not quarrel whether by Purusha is meant Param Brahma or not. Kim Brahma Asmin Vakke, Esha Akshini Purusha Drushyate, Esha Atma Dehova, in this Vakya. Brahma Abhidhyate Navayati. So by the word Purusha, you said Brahman or not, that, you know, for this further reason, there is no scope for vivada, no scope for dispute here. <coughs> so, Taya Vaktum Pratijanite, Apichet, that this is another Hetu, what is it? So, Naivatra Vivetabhyam, this is the Pratigna. Naivatra Vivetabhyam, that there is no room for any quarrel or dispute here. <coughs> What is it? Whether it is Param Brahma that is being spoken of here or not. It is Param Brahma. Vivadasya akayat hetu mahavaya. Why should we not dispute? What's the reason why there is no scope for dispute here? So Vashakara Sukhayati. Sukha Vishishta. Abhidhanat eva. Brahmatam siddham. So replied this this given by Sutra itself, Sukha Vishishta Abhidhanat Eva. Simply by mentioning Brahman as mentioning this entity Purusha as possessed of Sukha. So one that is referred to here by the word Purusha is the one that was referred to earlier as one possessed of happiness. So Sukha Vishishta Abhidhanat. So by the word of Purusha is meant the entity that was mentioned earlier as possessed of the attribute of happiness. Therefore also Brahmatvam Siddham. For that reason also it is, it is established or proven that Purusha is Brahma. Siddhnanirna Brahmano Vishishtasya Upakramastasya Akshivakkepi Nirdeshat Akshyadarasya Pumsa Brahmatayati Uktameva Vivranuti. So Brahmana Vishistasya. As I said, the reason why Brahman is presented as possessed of attribute is for the purpose of meditation. So Brahmana Vishistasya Upakramastasya. And so, Kam Brahma, Prano Brahma, Kam Brahma, Kam Brahma is Upakrama. That's how the discussion began. Supakramastasya Brahmana. So then Prano Brahma. Kam Brahma. Kam Brahma. So Brahman is what is being taught with the commencement itself. And that Brahman is Kam Brahma, possessed of the attribute of happiness. So Upakramastasya. Upakrama is what? The beginning. Commencement or introduction. Right in the beginning. What is taught is Brahman as possessed of the attribute of happiness. Akshivakyebi nirdeshat. Now point is, this sutra says that the same prakaran, that these pronouns yaha and eshaha, they refer to the same one that was mentioned earlier. <coughs> so akshivakyebi nirdeshat, same Brahman is indicated here or referred to here in this vakya, this passage. 
अक्षय आधार से पुंस है ब्रह्मता नेवर अक्षिणी पुरुष है पुरुष अधिशिष्ट अभिधान देव ब्रह्मत्व सिद्धम विवरणोति वाय इन वॉट वे इज इट एस्टाब्लिश भाष्यकार एक्सप्लेन सुख इत्यादि सुख विशिष्ट ब्रह्मोपक्रमे प्रक्रांत प्राणो ब्रह्म कम ब्रह्म खम ब्रह्म तदेव इह अभिता प्रकृत परिग्रह से क्रमे प्रक्रांत प्रकम इंट्रोड्यूस सो दट ब्रह्मन पोजेस्ट ऑफ हैप्यूस at the commencement of this whole passage as prano brahma kam brahma kham brahma that upakrama upakrama is the commencement of this teaching <coughs> so there brahman is referred to as possessed of the attribute of happiness idi tadeva yabhitam abhitam that brahman alone is being stated here where in this vakya अक्षिणी पुरुष दृश्य प्रकृत परिग्रह से रीजन दैट यू रिफर टू वट इज ऑलरेडी अंदर डिस्कशन एंड नॉट ऑल ऑफ सडन ब्रिंग समथिंग न्यू सो वेन यू टॉपिक टॉपिक यू ओनली मेक सेंस दैट यू ओनली टॉक अबाउट द सेम टॉपिक and not always start something new which nobody is you know so you are talking about the teaching of bhagavad gita that's topic all of a sudden you bring in uh, you know politics or something like that you know so people what is going on here what are you talking about so because our mind is accustomed to think in a certain way so our buddhi or the intellect always sees consistency ek vakyata ek vakyata i mean the same subject matter So you cannot bring in unless you introduce. There is a reason for bringing in a different subject matter. Then you create a background as to why there is a need to talk about this. Even when you tell a story or give a joke, tell a joke, whatever, it must refer to the same thing. Should not be told. Joke is not told for the sake of being. You know, most jokes are told like that just to entertain the the listeners. So in Bhagavatam, all we bring in some kind of story which is no relevance at all. Just because people are tired or people whatever, you, that also is a context anyway. So that also may be okay. But the thing is that we can't, we who are accustomed to think in a certain way, get lost with all this kind of presentation. People are happy because they they don't necessarily bother about any consistency and topic and subject matter. Both of us spoke. So he spoke very well. It was very nice, you know. It was very very profound. That was what he said. They are happy with that. they need not be concerned with what he said you know and therefore they need not relate to that kind of a thing 
And everybody finds every sentence is here and there. So, okay, Swamiji, this is what he said. You know, what you are saying is what, now I understand what he said. So, when they go to listen to Katha, we can understand Katha now because we will listen to you, Swamiji. Otherwise, formally we could not understand, you know. I said, I can't understand you now. If you understand, then you are greater than me. But anyway, so the thing is, but the point is that because our mind is accustomed to seeing in a certain way, that's what, uh, that consistency is very important. And therefore, Upanis also must be consistent. Now, Upakosala is listened to these Agnis, you know, fires. So, already there is a context in his mind. Already he is thinking or meditating, because already he has meditated. When the teacher came back, he said, Hey, you look like you are Brahma you realize Brahman. That's what your face shows. Who has, who has taught you? So already that is there. Now if the teacher says something altogether new, then he has to disengage himself from what is in his mind and engage into something new which he does not know, which becomes, which is, which is not logical, which is not how the mind works, meaning that the mind cannot relate to this kind of communication. <coughs> Never parakruta parigrahasya nyayatva. Parakruta parigraha. You must only Take that which is prakrutam, which is under discussion. So that alone is nyayam, that alone is in keeping with the reason. <coughs> Never yaha, eshaha, these two pronouns must refer to what is under discussion and should not be a new topic. It was same, prakrana meaning the topic must be the same. <coughs> so tadeva abhetam, that alone is referred to as prana brahma, kam brahma, kam brahma is referred to by the word. So that was introduced. Suppose it was introduced, so what reference it has to this vakya? So Bhashyakara said, Tadeva Yahavidam. So that alone is being referred to here. Prakrata parigrahasya akshivakya yat shabdena abhitam. So by the word yat and ishad yat, that or yaha, so that is what is being abhitam, that is being referred to in this vakya. Drushyadeti linga upanita Chayatmartha yat shabdaha. <coughs> so chayatma here is Param Brahma anyway. So yesha akshini purusha drushyate. So purusha that is drushyate. So one that is seen in the eyes is the one that is kam Brahma, kam Brahma. <coughs> Now says Ratna Prabha, Nanu Prakaranat Prabhalena Drushyatvalingena Uvasthapitha Chayatma Saranamartha Idhyaha. So, now Linga, so Shruti, Linga and then Prakaranam. So, for Tatpara Nirinaya, for ascertaining the meaning of a passage or a text, the most important Shruti, what the words themselves say, what is the primary meaning, Mukya. 
If that is not applicable, then you go for linga for the inferred meaning. If that also is not applicable, then you go to prakrana, the context. So linga, what you arrive at by linga means an evidence. So from the evidence it is, you can determine what is being said here. So evidence is said to be stronger than the prakrana also. So says, Dunu prakaranat prabalena dushyat pulingena esha. So all of this is mimamsa. That's how the Veda Vakyas are analyzed here. So this is simply mimamsa. The Brahma Sutra is mimamsa by the way. It is uttar mimamsa. Pura mimamsa and uttar mimamsa. Therefore, mimamsa is analysis of the statements of the Vedas. <coughs> Where the Pura Mimamsakas, the Mimamsakas there, Jaimini, say Jaimini, so he primarily focused his attention on analyzing the sentences in Karmakanda. Because they think that that is the primary section of the Vedas. And this Brahma Sutra, Uttara Mimamsa focuses attention on analyzing signs of Upanishads. Because they think that that is the, the purport of the Vedas. <coughs> but the style is the same. So Mimamsa is the method of interpreting or understanding. So you carry out a, a deliberation. Mimamsa is the process of deliberation. For arriving at the Tatparya, the purport of the teaching of the scriptures. That's Mimamsa. Therefore, all the discussion is in that sense technical, meaning that you take this Vakya. Yesha Akshini Purusho Drushyade. What is the meaning of this Vakya? What is intended by this Vakya? What does the text intend? Because you must know the intended meaning. Purport means what? What is intended to be communicated? Even though the literal meaning will be something. Well, it, then sometimes the intended meaning may be different from the literal meaning. <coughs> and therefore, we must know what is intended meaning. What is vivakshita artha? Vivakshita means what is intended to be said. <coughs> and all of this discussion is for that purpose. So in Brahma Sutra, passages from different Upanishads are stated, brought in, where there is vivada, where there can be a dispute as to what that particular passage means. And those disputes are resolved with reasoning. So this Nyaya Grantha, Nyaya of the reasoning is being told here for why we are arriving at the conclusion that we are arriving at. <coughs> so whatever rules the Purva Mimamsakas have laid out for interpretation of Veda Vakyas, those very rules are followed here. Then alone they will listen to you, otherwise they won't listen to you. Then anybody will listen because now they already created a structure. Like Naya Ekas have created a structure of reasoning. The Mimams Ekas have created a structure of analysis of Veda Vakyas. So the, these are the contributions of these thinkers. So Mimams Ekas have created a structure of analyzing the different elements. The Sankhyas have created a structure of the three gunas, etc. So when it comes to those things, they are the authorities. And therefore, even in Bhagavad Gita or whatever, so even Bhashyakara or Sutrakara also, they, they take that, you know, what they have arrived at. And they are, that's the basis of further arguments or understanding. 
So even understanding Veda also, what the Sankhya they have said, what Nayayaka they have said, what Mimamsaka they have said, or Vaisheshika they have said, all this is respected. Because they have said what they have said by analyzing Vedas. So they have their own analysis of Vedas. And so that aspect of Vaisheshikas, Nayayikas, Mimamsakas, Yoga yoga also. Sankhya Yoga, all of this, the Vedantins respect. Supposedly Vedantins is the last school of thought. All of this came before that. This analysis was already there. So before Brahma Sutras came, all the other sutras were there. And therefore, people only take them as authority. So you also accept that. And with that framework, you explain, or you arrive at the conclusion you have to arrive at. So you cannot create new rules. You have to follow the rules. So the scientists already told you what the laws are. And you have to explain the phenomena based on those laws. You can't say, this is my law. Then keep it at your, with you. So the community of scientists will say that, no, no, we don't accept we accept what is conventional, what is accepted by the community. So community accepted Mimamsagas for this aspect. In other things they dispute. But there is no dispute about this one. So Mimamsagas, Nayaikas, all of these are accepted for those aspects. And therefore, we have to accept. That is why we find here this Prakrana and what is this, you know, Nunu Prakrana, Prabalena, Drishyatpalingena. Because Mimamsakas have determined that the Linga is more powerful than Prakranam in arriving at. So if Linga also is there, evidence also is there, Prakranam also is there, then Linga will be stronger in determining the Tatparya than the Prakranam. <coughs> so, Nunu Prakranat Prabalena, Drushyatva Lingena. So, Drushyate is, is an evidence that the Purusha that is being talked about is in the eyes. So that's the evidence. Then, Upasthabhidaha Chayatma. Therefore, this Linga clearly says that the Purusha is the one that is seen in the eyes, meaning the, sh- the shadow or the reflection. Sarvanamartha, Devayaha, Esha should only refer to Chayatma rather than this Paramatma. Ityata. So in that reference now, we have to say why it is the same Prakarana. So first of all, the Sarvanama also says that Prakarana must be the same. Yaha, that which is always used for something that is prasiddham. Siddham is well known. Well known to the person whom you are communicating. So when you use the pronoun, he came. Then the listener must already have a context of what that he refers to. You can't say he means... So he so we are talking about Devadatta. Then he came. Then he thinks Devadatta came. So I know I don't mean Devadatta. I mean Yajnavadatta. You said he. Yeah, but I meant so you cannot. So by he you must only refer to the one that is only. But people do talk all kinds of things. And so that's a different matter. The discipline may or may not be there. But usually a disciplined mind will communicate in a certain way. And disciplined mind will understand in a certain way. Then communication takes place. But here they communicate also may not be disciplined. The listener also, then everything is okay, you know. So, listener also doesn't have the discipline or then it's okay. But otherwise, uh, so therefore, when you say, yeah, yet, pronoun is there, that means it is already under discussion. <coughs> so, he says, Saranamartha Chayatma. Yes, we refer to Purusha Drushyade. 
So you must say, Esha, Purusha, Dushyade, yeah, that's how you should say, that's what he says, you know. Then now, we should give us some further uh, evidence over and above this pronoun as to why this is the same topic and not a new topic. <coughs> you can see how the Vakyas analyze, how brilliantly the analysis takes place. If for nothing else, there is for the brilliance of analysis itself, this is a very beautiful discussion because it makes our mind also disciplined. And it tells us how to think and how to, how to communicate and how to understand. How to think, how to communicate and how to understand. <coughs> Or say Rananagiriya, Lingasya Prakarana Baliyasthvadiri Ashankya Tathatve Vakya Bhedat. So Vedantin says that, if you want to say that, this Akshini Purushaha is an entity different from Kam Brahma Kam Brahma, then Vakya Bhedat. Then that, there is a Bhedat. So earlier passage refers to one thing, new passage refers to another thing, that's called Vakya Bhedat, meaning there is a split. So the listener gets confused because listener already is the context. Now Acharya comes and says something altogether new. In that case, the listener can relate to what they are. So Vakya Bheda is a defect. So when we are presenting ourselves to change the topic, it is a defect because the listener gets confused, you know. <coughs> so Vakya Bheda, Gati Matraukti Visheshacha. Also, Gati Matraukti Visheshacha. Acharyaste Gatim Vakta. The Agni said that Acharya will only talk about Gati. So Gati Matra Ukti Vishesha. The Ukti, the statement of Agni's was Acharyaste Gatim Vakta. He will only talk about Gati and nothing else. So only new thing Acharya will tell you is Gati. If anything else, Acharya says the same thing. Acharyaste Gatim Vakta. So if Acharya will tell you about Gati, if Acharya tells you anything else, it is the same topic because Gati is only new things. <coughs> therefore, Ekavakyatva Akangshayam. Therefore, the whole passage, what Agni said, what I said, must be one topic. Ekavakyata. It must have the same meaning. Must be the same theme. So, Ekavakyata, the same theme must be there. So, when you talk about Gati, the theme is not different. It is another aspect of theme. Theme is a meditation upon Saguna Brahma. And Gati is an aspect of it. As to what happens to the Upasaka after the death. So then the theme does not change. So Ekavakyata means the same theme is maintained. That's the requirement of Mimamsa. That's the requirement of our intellect, you know, for understanding. Ekavakyatva Akangshayam. So Vakya Bheda is not right. Ekavakyata means there is no Bheda. There is no split in the topic, the same subject matter, same theme. Tadapada prakaranasya lingat prabalya. Therefore, tadapada prakarana that establishes ekavakyata is more important now than linga. Because linga, that drushyate linga, will refer to an entity different from kam brahma kam brahma. So if linga is accepted, for arriving at the purport, then it is two topics. If prakana is accepted for arriving at the purport, it is one topic. 
So one topic is more important than two topics. Therefore, prakrana becomes more important than linga because by prakrana alone we can establish one vakya, ek vakya or the constancy of the thing. Idi prakrutam brahmiva yes shabdauktam. Therefore, brahma, prakrutam. So brahman in the discussion alone is referred to by the pronoun yat. Acharya Stosubhashyakara says, you must know all of this, then only you can understand Bhashya. What to talk of Sutra? <laughs> Simply to understand Sutra is beyond anybody's scope. To understand Bhashya also, how much? So that is why if you go to Kailas Ashrama, they will first dispatch you to grammar. So, Pahala Vakya, so Laghu Padha. Then also study Mimamsa and some Nyaya. All of this background must be there to understand Bhashya. <coughs> Anyway, fortunately, all the Tikakaras give us a background, so it's all right, but otherwise, uh, it would be difficult to understand Bhashya. So, Bhashyakara says, Acharyastute Gatim Vakta Iticha Gatimatra Abhidana Pratignana Acharyastute Gatim Vakta the Agni is told, Upakosala, Acharya, when he comes back, will teach you or talk about the Gati, about the passage. That's all. So in that, what is the Pratigna? Pratigna is Gati Matra Abhidana Pratignana. So the Agni is very clearly told him that all the new thing that Acharya will tell you is Gati. Gati Matra. Only Gati will be the new thing that Acharya will tell you. If Acharya says something other than Gati, then it is not new thing. So, Pratigna is what? Only for Gati. That means that other thing that Acharya said is the same topic and not, in, not a continuation of this topic. <coughs> so, here Mahasaratna Prabhava gives background that we already know. Upakosalo nama kaschit brahmachari. What is the Acharya Sudha Gati Vakta? Where does this end? How does it come? Oh, even if that sentence comes, in what context it comes? How it is Gati Matra Vidana Pratigna? Asayakara should say, how the, the Agnis have done the Pratigna of Gati Matra, only Gati will be told to you. Upakosalo nama kaschit brahmachari, javalasya, acharyasya, agnin, dvasya vatsaran, parichachara. So nicely and briefly and simply they tell you the story. Say Kaschit Brahmachari, some Brahmachari whose name was Upakosala. Javalasya Acharyasya. Satyakama Javala is Acharya of him. Agnin Dvatsya Vatsaran Parichachara. He tended those fires of the Acharya for twelve years. Tam Anubadishya Deshantaragade Javale. But the Acharya Javala left that place without giving him the Upadesha of Brahma. So this Upadesha was to be given, then alone he can be graduated. So their people were given, I guess, but he was not given. And without giving this Upadesha, the Acharya left. Deshandargade Jabhale and so unpredictable behavior is every time, you know, he is also going on from the time beginning that you cannot predict what's going on, you know. So what's the reason? People are left, you know, just wondering. Why did he say this? Why did he do this? Where did he go away? What is he doing? Shishya is always wondering, you know, about the Acharya. He, karta hai abhi. 
Why is it necessary to do that? So we don't see. He sees that necessary. He knows, but then we, so here also, why should I say go away? Even his own wife said and say, it's not right, it's not fair. So she also could not uh, grasp what was the intention of Acharya. And so we always say, why, all kinds of stuff goes on, you know, about our teacher also, Udhajjani kya zarathi, why should we do that? Why started this, etc., etc., all these things go on. But anyway, here also. So that is going on. So, tam anupadishya deshantaragade javale. Javala went to another place, deshantara. Went abroad, I guess you might say, or wherever. Abroad means another, another desha, another country, I guess. Another state, another place. Javale. Garapatyari agni bihi. Then all this Agni is beginning from Garapatya, Dakshana Agni. So, and then Ahaniya Agni Vi Dayaya. So, out of compassion for this Brahmachari, he was left. He was in pain. So, he was grieving. So, poor little boy, not little boy, poor boy went into that place where the Agni is attended. In that dream, room he went. And he, 12 years, he has done, you know, this is what he has done. He went there and sat. Very, very sad. And he said, I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat, you know. So that also is going on. <laughs> so Acharya Patni came. Hey, why don't you eat? No, no, I'm too sad. I can't eat. So there is no, uh, I don't have any appetite. I will not eat. That's what he says. Okay. And so, but then, and so, his, he was, it's a very pitiable situation. Therefore, Agni is actually, therefore, I mean, you know, I had pity for him. Daya. Pranam Brahma, Atmidyam Upadishya, then Pranam Brahma, Kam Brahma, Kam Brahma, etc. And Atmidyam, so knowledge about Atma and knowledge about themselves. Upadishya. Acharya stu. All the story is not told here by Ratnabra, only this part is told. Other part will be told later when it is relevant. You see, here also. The discipline is you say what is necessary to say. Because Acharya is today Gatim Bhakta. That's all. So, what is the context of that? In that, the history is not elaborate. Otherwise, you forget where you started. You know? So, sometimes you have the temptation of telling the whole story. Sometimes the jokes are going on in your mind, there is a temptation of telling that joke. Somehow you will turn around, twist, and bring this subject matter so you can tell that joke. You know? But you know, it creates confusion. Here also if you tell the whole story, then this Acharyastu, that will be lost. You may have it in your mind, but the listener will be lost in that. Therefore, here Ratnabhara only says what is necessary. And therefore, so Atma Uptam. Giving, having given all the instruction, then Agnis told him, Acharyastu te Gatim Bhakta. <coughs> Atvidya phala phala vaptaye madam archrajikam vadishyadityata. So, why was it said? Tava atvidya phala vaptaye. Look, Upakosala, we already give instru- given instruction about meditation, but then, safala vidya upadishtavya. Upadishtavya. So, you must always teach vidya with phala. So, whenever any injunction is given, meditation is enjoined that you should meditate. So whenever injunction is there, the phala must be necessarily stated. Agnis did not say what the phala was. 
So that, that discussion is incomplete. So Acharya will come and complete this discussion by giving, telling you what the Gati is, what the Phala is. So what the destination is and what's the path leading to destination. Because <coughs> in a way the Phala was stated, you know, also Loki, Bhavati, this, that, etc. was being said. But that ultimately goes to Brahmaloka. In the passage, all of that had to be stated. Say Ratna Brava, Paschad, Acharyena, Agatya, Yesha Eshok Shriti, Uktva, not Ukta, Uktva, Arachiradika, Gati Ukta. Paschad, Acharyena, Agatya. Later on, at some point in time, Acharya returned from his, from his trip. Yesha Akshri, Purusha, you know, Drishyate, Yeshatmi, etc. So, Uktva. So he said this first. And then Archiradika Gati Yukta. So actually Acharya's mandate was to tell Gati. That's all. That's what Agni is saying. But Acharya said something more. So before arriving at the Gati, Acharya said this. He said, Akshri, Purusha, Drishyate, etc. So this was said. And then the Gati was so told. Tathaja Agnibihi Ukta. Atvidya Vakyasya Gadi Vakyana Eka Vakyata Vachya. So Tathaja then Agni Vyukta Atvidya Vakyasya. Agni said, you know, that this is the knowledge about ourselves and this is Atma Vidya. Agni Vidya and Atma Vidya. So same theme must be there. And there were Agni Vyukta Atvidya Vakyasya. So, Vakya statement that agrees made about Atma Vidya. Gati Vakya, Ek Vakyata. This Gati is for the person who has that Atma Vidya. So, person who meditates upon Atma in this way attains this Gati. Otherwise, if Gati is attained by somebody and the meditator is somebody else, then also Ek Vakyata is not there. So, the Gati must be necessarily for the person who has performed this meditation. So, Atvidya Vakyasya Gadi Vakyana Eka Vakyada Vachya Sacha Sarvanamna Prakruta Atma Grahin Nirvahati Eka Vakyada is possible only when Prasarvanamna Yeah, by the Sarvanamna Prakruta Atma Grahin So, only when by Yeah, you say the same Atma which was Atma Vidya Same Atma is referred to by the word Yeah Then alone Eka Vakyada is there there is consistency of theme, not otherwise. It is ekavakyata nirvahakam prakaram. Therefore, so if the topic is one, then alone ekavakyata is there. If you accept the linga, then there is a vakya bheda. Accept prakarana, then ekavakyata means the consistency of theme is there, which is an impo- more important than simply linga, etc. Therefore, vakya bheda lingat balavat iti bhava. Therefore, this prakranam is lingat balavat. Balavat. Prakranam is here stronger than the linga. That's what he says. Okay, we'll continue. <coughs> Om Purnamadaf Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam 
सूत्रभाष्यंदे भगवत पुनः पुनः ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मे मूर्ति भेद विभागिने व्योगव्याप्तेहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम ओ शाशाति हरि ओ हरि ओ